Hey, this is the Mark Butler Show, episode 29, and this is the third in a multi-part series that I'm calling Bookkeeping 101. My goal with this series is to help freelancers, coaches, consultants, and, and really anyone who describes themselves as a solopreneur learn the language of bookkeeping on the path to becoming your own CFO. In episode 27, we talked about how the transactions are the truth in any business, and we talked about how we keep track of important pieces of information about every transaction in our business because those transactions are the foundation for all of the financial tracking, reporting, and decision-making that we do in a business. In episode 28, we talked about how money gets into your business through revenue and through capital contributions. We talked about how money gets back out of your business through owner distributions and through business expenses, and we talked about how money moves around inside your business through transfers between your business bank accounts. So if you haven't already subscribed... You'll want to go to iTunes, search for The Mark Butler Show, hit that subscribe button. That way you don't miss any future episodes of Bookkeeping 101. Now, there's one more way that money sort of gets into and moves around inside your business that we didn't talk about in episode 28, and that is through business loans. Business loans have always confused my clients because, of course, we know that it's not revenue. I didn't sell anything. A customer didn't give me that money. But we also know that it's not a capital contribution because I didn't take my own money and put it into the business to help it grow. So how do we record the introduction of a new loan into the business? How do we track the payments to that loan? And how do we differentiate between the money that goes back to the loan to decrease the balance and the money that goes to the bank, which is paid as interest? Here's how I want you to think about the introduction of a new loan to your business. The day that you take out that loan, I want you to think of having opened a brand new bank account. And it just happens that the minute you open that bank account, the balance of that account instantly goes negative. Meaning, if I borrow $10,000, then the instant that I open that bank account, its balance is $10,000. And in that same instant, my checking account balance also goes up by $10,000. So what does that sound like? Well, that sounds like $10,000 being transferred from my new bank account, which is called business loan, to my business checking account. So it's just a transfer between those two accounts. And when we record a transfer, we're just acknowledging the money moved from here in my business to over there in my business. There was no expense. There was no income. Money just changed places. Now, in a couple of episodes, we'll be talking about the balance sheet. The balance sheet is where we keep track of all of the bank balances and other balances in your business. And everything I just described, the opening of the new account, the transfer of money from the business loan account to the checking account, all of that happens and is, is recorded on the balance sheet that we'll learn about in a couple of episodes. None of what I just described has any impact on our profit and loss statement, which we'll also be talking about in a couple of episodes. The idea is the introduction of the loan has nothing to do with the income or expenses of the business until you start to pay that loan back. Because another area of confusion for my clients over the years is when I make a payment to a business loan, is that a business expense? And the answer is a little bit yes and mostly no. Okay, here's what I mean. If you've ever had a car loan or a student loan or even a credit card, you know that when you make a payment to any of those, some portion of that payment is going to decrease the balance of the loan and some portion is going to the bank as interest. Unless, of course, you pay your credit cards off every month in full, which is great, keep doing that. But in the case of a car loan and a student loan, some portion is being paid to the bank as interest and some portion is going to decrease your actual indebtedness, decrease your loan balance. Well, in our bookkeeping, when we record those payments, 
we're doing what's called a split. Later on, we'll talk about which financial software you should use and how to use it, etc. But whatever financial software it is, it needs to give you a way to split your transactions. Because in the case of a loan payment, the portion of your loan payment that goes to decrease the balance of the loan is, is a transfer. It's just a transfer from your checking account back to the loan account. The portion of the payment that is going to the bank as interest is an actual business expense that we're calling interest expense. So when my clients ask me, is my loan payment a business expense? The answer is, well, part of it, yes, part of it, no. The part that is interest is a business expense. The part that goes to reduce the principal or the balance of that loan is, is neither income nor expense because it's just a transfer back to the loan account. So to summarize that quickly, when I get a new business loan, I'm opening a new bank account that happens to instantly have a negative balance. That negative balance was created when I transferred money from my brand new account to my checking account. The portion of the payment that reduces the debt is called principal and it's a transfer. And the portion that goes to the bank is interest, is an interest expense. And of course we track that like any other business expense. So that's a very, very simple, maybe a hyper simplified example of how loans are tracked inside of our business. But if you're a solopreneur like me, that's pretty much everything you need to know. Now, the last thing I'll say is that sometimes my clients and and fellow solopreneurs will say, well, I want to loan my business some money, and then I want to pay myself back with interest. I think I understand the psychology of this. I think there are moments where your business is not generating enough revenue to cover its own expenses. And there's some part of you that feels better about calling the money that you're putting into the business alone because you're saying, well, I'm going to pay myself back this money. And you know what? I'm going to pay myself back with interest. This business, it needs to pay its own way and it needs to compensate me for the money that I've contributed to it in order to help it get going. Well, here's what I want to say. Unless you have a business partner, don't play this game of loaning, quote unquote, loaning the business money. If you're going to put money into the business, call it a capital contribution. And when you take the money back out to recoup that investment, call it an owner distribution. You see, if you actually make it a loan, then you have to have documentation for that loan. You have to have what's called a promissory note that says, here are the terms of this loan and here's how much I'll be paid and here's the interest and here are the terms of repayment, the the repayment schedule. And then you have to actually stick to that schedule. And if you don't, or if you then do something different from that original promissory note that you created with effectively yourself, then the IRS can look at that and say, you know, this isn't really a loan. You didn't meet the terms of this loan. So this is something else. And now we have to talk about whether you did your taxes correctly based on how you actually used this money because you really didn't use it as a loan. And what I find with business owners is that they very often will give themselves quote unquote a loan but then they don't pay it on any sort of regular schedule. They don't, they don't track the interest they're supposedly pay the, paying themselves. And they very often will loan themselves more money. Well, now what happened? Now we have a new loan, or, or maybe we have the original loan is now a line of credit and it's sort of flexible and revolving. Well, that has to also be documented correctly. And to be honest, it's a mess. And so I would say, just don't bother with it. Just recognize that there will be times that you have to put some of your own money into your business. And that is a capital contribution and then eventually you will recoup that money through owner distributions or other you know, people might call them dividends. That's fine. But don't play this, I'm loaning my business some money game. It's a mess. Now, the caveat, the exception is if you do have a business partner and the business needs some money 
and you have some money to contribute and your business partner doesn't, well, now we have to have a way to introduce your money into the business without the ownership percentages changing. And the only way to really do that is through a loan, where you, the individual, are loaning this entity that is shared between you and your business partner or partners. You're loaning that entity some money, and then you do need to be repaid with interest in an agreed-upon way. Well, if that sounds messy and complicated, yes, it is. So maybe you should go listen to my episode. I can't remember which one it is about business partnerships because they're, they're tricky. They're tough. They can be beneficial, but it's not the easiest thing in the world. From a strict bookkeeping and accounting perspective, you don't want to introduce loans unnecessarily because they can be hard to track. So just keep things as simple as possible. If you're working by yourself and you need to put some money into the business, it's a capital contribution. And I think that covers it when it comes to tracking loans in your business and the payments back to those loans and the interest and all of that, which means now we're ready to start talking about what your day-to-day bookkeeping workflow looks like and how that bookkeeping translates into useful reports that help us make great decisions about the money in our business. So that's it for part three of Bookkeeping 101 on the Mark Butler Show. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please do it. If you aren't already on my mailing list, go to letsdothebooks.com, sign up for the mailing list. That way you get notified of future episodes and also other great bookkeeping and accounting lessons for solopreneurs. Other than that, have a great week, and I will talk to you next Friday.